Broadcasting from another dimension. Deep within the Ghost Shrimp National Forest. Sending you secrets from the future directly into your motherfucking mind. <laughs> That's right. Y'all know what time it is. It's the Go Shrimp and Friends podcast, episode 17. <laughs> Oh, we're back, we're back, we're back. How do you like this, guys? We're getting uh, we're getting into a little rhythm here. We're getting into a little routine over here in the Goshrimp National Forest. Now that we've got the Patreon page up, who knows about the Patreon page? You know what I'm saying? I'll tell you a few people that know exactly about the Patreon page. How about uh, new $2 Per episode contributor, James Lloyd knows a lot about the Patreon page because he's pledging. You know what I'm saying? He's throwing his money where my mouth is and I'm eating it up and it's delicious. You know what I'm saying? I'm chomping on that. I'll tell you who else knows. I'll tell you who else knows exactly about the Patreon page. Patreon page. Try Man Hunt knows exactly what I'm talking about. And you know what? Jessica Kukadani, she definitely knows exactly what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? Well, wait, is Jesse, is that a boy's or a girl's name? Or is it gender fluid? You know what I'm saying? Please let me know. You know what I'm saying? Or maybe it doesn't even matter. Maybe we're so open-minded at this point that we're all humans. We could be boys. We could be girls. We could be everything in between. You know what I'm saying? And I am very, very, very excited and thankful to the contributors on the Patreon page. You know what I'm saying? I love to see people supporting what they Love support what you consume, guys and girls and humans and everybody. You know what I'm saying? Getting the shout outs up front today. Ooh, that feels good, doesn't it? That feels good. We're up to we're up to nine dollars per episode. You know what I'm saying? We're up to let's see. More importantly, we're up to uh, what do we got? We are up to I think seven. Seven patrons, you know what I'm saying? And y'all know what happens once we hit 100, you know what I'm saying? We're going to be getting a Patreon exclusive going where I'm doing a short mini pod on Wednesdays just to keep you pumped up till the new episode drops. How fresh is that, right? So we're getting into this little groove of putting the new episodes up on Friday on Patreon. That seems to be working pretty well. And then, uh, so that's the early access for the hardcore supporters of this podcast. Big shout outs to you. Big shout outs to all the $1 supporters too. Don't think I forgot you. You know what I'm saying? Mad love 
to everybody out in the world. You know what I'm saying? Whether you support the podcast or not, mad love to you anyway. You know what I'm saying? But um, if you do feel so inclined, head over to patreon.com slash ghost shrimp and show some love. Let's build this community. You know what I'm saying? I love to let things happen organically. I'm very excited to see what happens when we build a Patreon community around this. And don't just support this podcast on Patreon. Get on there. We should all be supporting things like Patreon, right? These are new uh, economic models for artists uh, to tap into, you know what I'm saying? So if we can get Kickstarter, you know, Kickstarter, I mean, not like we can get this shit popping. Obviously, it's already popping. But the more people that get into supporting the artists that they love on Kickstarter, on Patreon, on whatever. I'm sure there's a whole bunch more, but these are just the kind of main ones. I know Indiegogo, uh, you know, whatever, whatever. Um, someone could start one also called whatever, whatever. That would also be a good name for like super nonchalant, uh, maybe micro uh, donations. Just like you donate five cents. It's like, whatever, whatever. You know what I'm saying? That's a new economic model that I just made up on this podcast right now. Getting creative with it in real time, right? Behind the scenes, behind the curtain. But for real, these are really cool uh, sources of income for artists. So show up, show up, show support. You know do you know how we do it? Well, let's see. I am coming to you today. We haven't done just a solo pod in a minute. We've had a lot of friends on this podcast, so I thought I'd jump up and, and catch up with you guys. Mano y mano. Or does that, does that mean man, oh man? Womano y womano. Humano y humano. Um, and uh, yeah, just, just, just things have been a whirlwind lately um everybody knows i've been doing the jumping around doing a little bit of traveling which is kind of unusual for me but i'm back i'm getting settled in uh back here and it's winter time winter has hit we had a we had a real um late summer what some people might call an indian summer you know some people might call it an indigenous people summer um, a First Nation people summer uh, it was very late in the season. Uh, it was very warm, very temperate, and uh, and and the winter was a little late in arriving. But now it's here. Uh, the high today is uh, ten degrees. I think tonight we're dipping into negative two. Um, what's that Fahrenheit for uh, people outside of America? Outside of the United States of America, uh, we have really, we have really meaty winters up here in Vermont, which is one of the one of the real things that attracted me to uh, buy the property up here and and settle in up here. I love winter. Winter is my favorite time of the year by far. I mean, I love everything. I love spring. I love the seasons most of all. I wouldn't I don't enjoy living in a place where there is only one season like for instance Los Angeles. 
Um, it was very weird to live there where every day is sort of the same. There's really no weather there. Um, I, you know, growing up in New England, um, you know, born and raised in rural Western Massachusetts, then jumped up to uh, suburban Southern New Hampshire, and then eventually settling in the Northeast Kingdom of Vermont. Um, you know, it, it becomes such a part of your life to have seasons and and compartmentalize uh the different activities and the different phases of your life there's a real season there's a real sense of change um when the season comes you're you're kind of synced up to the to the natural rhythms and um that's my internal clock is so tied to that that when I was in LA it felt like a real I was there for like three and a half years and it felt like a a really strange limbo like I was in a um I was in an endless summer um which you know to some people may sound fantastic but truly to me it was very boring I love weather I love the changes I love when it'll just rain randomly and everything is super lush um I love uh I love a lot of a lot of living life around me a lot of plant life a lot of animal life so it, it all ties into that, you know what I'm saying? For me, um, you know, growing up in the woods with the seasons, that is such a big part of who I am that it's, you can take the boy out the forest, but you can't take the animals out the boy. You know what I'm saying? So I like to get down, basically is what I'm trying to tell you. I like to get down. Um so it's beautiful here. The snow has finally arrived. There's snow on the trees, which is my absolute favorite. Um, we usually have somewhere between two and four feet of snow uh, from about Thanksgiving to April here. Uh, it usually starts to starts to melt in early April, and by mid to late April, it's usually you know pretty well melted, and 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 people are out there in their shorts and running around and getting excited for for spring. Um, the transitions are beautiful. Um, so yeah, but right now we're just, we're, we're balls deep. We are just dick deep in a winter wonderland and hopefully we'll be titties deep pretty soon. Hopefully this snow will just take a dump on us and we'll be titties deep in snow all winter long. Cause that's what I love. When I was a kid, I used to fantasize that I would wake up and the snow would have, would have snowed over the the first story of our house and that we could you know slide out of the windows upstairs and that we'd have to tunnel out of the door and we were always building snow forts when we were kids um going sledding um we're definitely uh this weekend gonna build a big old jump uh our our, our property the 25 acres we have here in the Gosher national forest um is uh is all different kind of really adventurous terrain all kinds of hills and cliffs and ledges and boulders and brooks and you know all kinds of stuff and forest obviously so um we have a lot of little cool sledding spots and uh we last year we built a big jump at the bottom of one of the hills a, like a two three foot jump and me and Wolfie have this big utility sled that we haul wood in, and uh, we just rip down this hill and take this fat jump. And uh, we're going to set that up this weekend, which is going to be super fun, and uh, let the sledding begin. You know what I'm saying? We also we also do this thing where we live about halfway up of a hill, 
And, uh, you know, um, you know, it's probably a couple, um, like a mile or, or a mile and a half all the way up the hill. And we live, or actually, no, I, I guess about, a, about, it's about a quarter, what is it, a half a mile or a quarter mile from our house to the top of the hill. Um, and, uh, guys, come on, I'm not good at math. I'm not talking numbers here, right? We're not getting caught up in the numbers here. Um, but, uh, it takes me about 20 minutes to walk up the hill and I drag that utility sled up there. And then when Wolfie gets off the bus at the top of the hill, the bus stop is at the top of our hill. Um, you know, there's a couple other houses up there. There's, there's a bunch of houses on top of the hill. There's, there's other houses on our road. Um, but we, uh, it's a, it's a really windy dirt road, um, cut right through the woods and has the brook on the side. It's super rad. And, uh, what we like to do is, is, uh, pull the sled up there and then, um, and then just sled home. We can sled almost the entire way and you get ripping and I have to, I have to uh, stick my hands and feet out of the front of this big black utility sled um, so that I can steer us, uh, you know, through, uh, you know, there's usually not too many cars on the road. You know, when when a car comes up our road, we kind of look down and say, what the, who the fuck is that asshole? And what the fuck are they doing on this road? Um, like I said, there's like maybe four or five houses on the, on our road. So not too many people come up. Um, so we can just rip down this thing once or twice. We'll pass a car in the winter time, but usually not much. Um, but I can control the sled really well and it's very fun. So we'll be doing that probably for the first time today. Cause now the snow has really arrived. We've got, Mm, probably a little less than a foot right now. Um, it's it's going to be, uh, so we're going to get, we're going to get into it. I love the winter time. Um, it gets uh, not uncommon for it to be 10 below zero here. Um, definitely gets to be 20 below. Uh, and then and we've seen 30 below here. So that, that's when the fun really begins. Um, that's when we like to go out and have a little bonfire when it's 30 below and uh you're 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 it's it's so quiet for some reason when it's in the dead of winter when it's so the colder it gets the quieter it gets it's something about i don't know with the snow too it's the insulation factor but something about the uh, uh we could get a a scientist to tell us why um but it gets super quiet the colder it gets the quieter it gets and you can hear the layers of the trees popping. So that's the almost the only sound you hear in the forest. It's just these little crack, 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 crack. It's like the layers of moisture separating in the layers of the tree or something like that. And uh, it's super spooky. It's super cool. If you go out on a night when the moon's out especially and the snow's out, it's lit up like it's daylight in the forest in the wintertime truly transcendent, truly magical. It's like you're living on another planet. I always felt like when I was a kid, you get suited up, you know, you get your, all your winter gear on your snow pants, your boots, your gloves. You've got a hat on, you've got a scarf on, maybe you've got some kind of, now when I go out, I usually wear a snow mask type of thing, a little hood snow mask type of deal, like a ninja mask. And, um, it really feels like you're exploring another planet, you know what I'm saying? Especially when you're out in the in the wilderness. Um, it's so much fun. We have a really good time. So I'm very excited about it. Um, Christmas is coming, you know what I'm saying? The goose is getting fat and, uh, 
that's where we're at. That's where we're at. And I got to, you know, I got my juicy old cup of coffee with me today. Mm. Mm. Nothing beats a juicy old cup of coffee jumping on the podcast, looking out over this beautiful, glorious winter wonderland up here in the forest of Vermont. You know what I'm saying? I'm enchanted. I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm getting swept off my feet here by how beautiful it is right now. Um, let's see what else is new. So, uh, we just wrapped up this past week. We just wrapped up round two of the 12 week online group workshop, which was man, so great. So inspiring. Um, I truly, truly love every week when we're doing the workshop, getting up on Sundays. I basically do the workshop all day Sunday. Um, and, uh, start with the pump up video usually around 8 a.m. I get that and then upload it like 30 to 45 minute uh, pump up video sometimes goes an hour (laughs) and try to keep it shorter Um, and uh, and then uh, post it up that's the pump up the assignment video and then and then we do vid vid chat one-on-one with everybody Um, we also at the uh, three times during the workshop we do a a group uh, video chat, which is super fun. Everybody jumps on there. People from all over the world. We had two people from Denmark this past time. We had um, uh, a Canadian. Um, who else? We had a uh, dude from Mexico. So, you know, super cool. Different time zones, different area codes. We got my man from London, or uh, not London, but England up in there. So all over the map. Super, super fun. And... Uh, so that this past weekend we wrapped it up and we did a raffle where I raffled off an original Adventure Time background and that was super suspenseful. Um, it was super fun and everybody was on the edge of their seats. Um, people were crying, people were laughing, not really, but you know, inside. Um, and uh, and my man Max up in fucking horny New York up in upstate New York where you know they get horny. He took home the prize. Um, Actually, he has to still pick it. Yo, you got to pick the prize. He had to pick between three different Adventure Time backgrounds. That's the kind of uh, wonderful prizes uh, that we get into raffling off. We're going to do that again. We we're already putting new traditions into the, into the workshop. Um, and then amazingly, uh, you know, I mean, I, I, we, we, we said, Hey, we're going to see if people want to do a third round of the workshop. Um, and we're about a month away right now. We're actually exactly a month away cause it's December 14th right now. And the, the round three of the workshop is going to start January 14th. And as of last night, it's sold out. I can't believe it. This was the, you know, I, I thought maybe by doing two back to back, they would, you know, we kind of saturate the market for, for people who were, you know, ready, ready for the workshop. But uh, that turned out to be false. And um, I'm uh, very glad for it because this is the fastest that any of the workshops have ever sold out. So that is super freaking exciting. So shout out to everybody who signed up. We've got 10 students 
Uh, I know I know we got one person in New Zealand that signed up. Um, I think everybody else might be from the U.S. this time. I'm not sure. Um, you know, I just sort of glance at the at the at the uh, purchases as they come in. Um, but, uh, you know, me, my memory is suspect at best. So, uh, you know, if you signed up from somewhere else, fret not, you are signed up. Um, and, uh, and, and we'll find you, we're going to reach out and grab you and drag you into that workshop. Um, uh, really cool thing we're doing now. We're going to set up this weekend for the first time is we're setting up an alumni group. Now that there is a, a second graduating group from the workshop. Um, we're going to start the alumni group. We're going to turn that online group right into the alumni group. And we're going to rope in the, all the people that went through the first round um, and, and shove them in that group. We're going to stuff them in that group. And uh, look what we did here. We're creating a little community right here. You know what I'm saying? I'm, this, is, this is what I love to do. Create communities of people that are going after it, sharing their dreams. That's what we're doing on the podcast too, y'all. Living that community building lifestyle, right? Who who knew that this dude who's a total fuck up, fucking completely inappropriate, perverted jokes left and right, but here I am bringing people together, right? All the teachers that called me an idiot, that said I was stupid, what internet communities have you created? So you can fucking suck on my butthole, stupid-ass teachers from high school and elementary school and middle school. Suck on my ground beef butthole. You know what I'm saying? I bet it tastes like ground fucking beef. Mm. So, yeah, we're setting up the alumni group this weekend, which is going to be super fun. So now every group that goes through the workshop will be plugged in the alumni group. You know what I'm saying? I'm in there. Um, my Alex is in there, the uh, the assistant for the first two rounds. Um, I assume he'll want to be up in there because it's exclusive. Um and uh, yeah, it's just another fun place for people to post work. Um, we have such a great, uh, we've already created such a good bond with everybody. Um, now these two groups can kind of bond together um, on the common ground of going through the workshop, putting in the work, having the five-year plan, having all these dreams, having this portfolio that they're pushing. Um, you know, they've, they've set out their goals and this is just more people rooting for you. I think it's super important to have people rooting for you. Um, so that's pretty neat. And also, um, so, so if you did, if you were in the first round, watch out cause I'm gonna grab you. Um, you're going to be, you're going to be plugged into there. And then, uh, also we're going to be setting up a gallery, on my website, goshroomglobal.com, we're going to be setting up a gallery where everybody who's gone through the workshop, they're going to, they're going to have, uh, you know, a piece that they did. One of their favorite pieces from the workshop is going to be up in this gallery, and then that is going to connect to them. So people can come on there. If people are interested in the workshop, they can go, oh shit, this is work created in the workshop. They can see what we're doing, and then they can also, 
um, find, you know, they can get connected up with the people who have taken the workshop. Um, they can grow their fan base. Um, hopefully they can get some work, um, you know, through that way. Um, I love spreading the wealth. You know what I'm saying? We've got the Ghost Scout roster on the website. Now we're going to have a little roster from the from the 12-week online group workshop on there. So you know I'm about, I'm all about helping other people get to where they're trying to go in their life, to live the best life that they can imagine on their own terms. You know what I'm saying? Because there was a time in my life where I did not think that that was my future. So I'm so fucking pumped to be in this position. Nothing makes me fucking more rock hard and dripping wet than just helping people fucking achieve their own goals. And, uh, you know, I, I encourage everybody to do the same, no matter where you are in your life, you know what I'm saying? Try to inspire other people, try to help other people get to where they're going, um, on while you're doing your thing, you know, um, build that community around yourself. Anybody can do this stuff. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I always say, I'm a fucking idiot. Okay. Why don't you call up my teachers from high school? They'll be like, that guy was a fucking dumb, dumb class, a idiot. You know what I'm saying? I was on the, I was on the honor roll for fucking morons in school. Okay. So if I can do this stuff, y'all definitely can do this stuff, okay? This one's for all the fuck-ups out there. Don't let other people define your potential, okay? If things aren't working for you, it's because you're in the wrong place. It's because you are in the you have the wrong set of circumstances surrounding you, and y'all need to break out of that shit. You need to smash it. You know, when I was when I was stuck there, all I was doing was smashing, you know, and it feels bad and it sucks and there's conflict involved. But that's because shit ain't right. Shit ain't balanced. You know what I'm saying? Um, You know, and those are cultural issues. Those are systemic issues. Right. So just do your best to really try to realign yourself into some circumstances that are going to work in your favor and you'll be amazed at how different your life can be. When you get to spend your time doing the things that actually matter to you, you're going to suddenly realize that you're a different person, that you have a different outlook, you have different energy every day, you have a different view of yourself. You know what I'm saying? I remember having the lowest self-esteem back in the day, um, literally hating myself, like thinking about how much of a fucking loser I was and how I was just going nowhere and how I was, you know... Just all the bad things that you say to yourself, all those voices, girls aren't going to like you. Oh, I'm too skinny. I'm too gawky. I'm too awkward. I have I have too much damn foreskin, right? Y'all know about that. Where's my fucking first episode, peeps? You know what I'm saying? About to cut that foreskin off. You know what I'm saying? The best thing I ever did was not cut my foreskin off with scissors in the bathroom when I was a teenager twice, you know? Everybody, I think, goes through a period of that self-loathing. Maybe not. I hope that everybody doesn't. But I think in our culture, um, it's probably pretty common. You know what I'm saying? Especially when you get into people diagnosing you and getting medicated and all that. You know what I'm saying? We've been over that. We've been over that. We've been over that. Shit, motherfucker. What else? Uh, I've been out there working on the 
posted up some pics yesterday working on my little outdoor workshop. I threw up a little sort of temporary outdoor workshop over the summer so that I could work. Uh, when I, I finally got a chop saw and a table saw for uh, the house building homesteading stuff. If anybody doesn't know, I'm building the Bandit family homestead that we live in. Um, and, uh, and, uh, I got a little, I got a little kind of lean to structure going off the side and it was just a, um, little, little post and beam jammy with a, um, with a tarp tacked up off the side of the house at an angle. But, uh, now that the snow's here, that would be torn down pretty quick. So I had to, I had to, uh, throw some rafters up on that. So I went up and grabbed some, uh, grabbed some logs from, uh, from our stash, from our Ghost Scout stash of logs, we always have a surplus of uh, of of logs that we've processed in the summer times. In the summer, summer time, um, peeled, debarked, and I uh, threw threw up a couple rafters there. Um, and uh, and and I'm gonna throw the throw a new tarp back on there so I can. So I can keep that equipment set up outside uh, and um, and keep working on the house through the winter. Usually work progress on the house slows down once the snow really gets here, but I'm going to uh, try to keep working a few days a week on the house um, throughout the winter time so I can continue to just stay amped on that and to keep making the progress because I love building. Building is my hobby. You know what I'm saying? My profession is drawing. Um, but my hobby is building and homesteading and forestry and just creating reality. Um, that, I guess that crosses over creating your own reality to me is a must. And, uh, and, and, and the building hobby is like very emblematic of that. That's what really got me really interested in the idea of creating my own reality was, you know, was, was starting to get into the the building aspect of it and building my own house. And it's funny now it's like, and actually we have some listener questions that are based on that, that touch on this a little bit on the, on the, what that we're coming up into here. But, um, yeah, so actually let's just fucking, let's just keep it moving. I won't, I won't fucking, I won't wax poetic on this. We'll save it. We'll save it. Let's see what else we got on this rundown. Um, Oh, uh, last, last week, (laughs) last week, I know our, our last handful of podcasts have been, have touched on some, some, uh, conspiracy theory, uh, some paranormal, some alien investigations. I'm definitely getting deep into some investigations. Um, but I shouted out the wrong website. I think on the podcast last week, I shot, I shouted out guyam.com, G A I A M dot com um but that's actually a the reason that that's in my head is because that's the group that puts out the solar living source book um, which is a very useful thing for people who are uh, making their own solar powered uh you know photovoltaic electrical systems um, but has really nothing to do with paranormal uh unexplained hollow earth flat earth uh theories hypotheses um so the website that i meant to shout out was gaia.com so that's g a i g a i a.com gaia.com 
And um, my girl, uh, Mama Geddon from last week's podcast, she turned me on to it. And uh, I had seen their videos before, but I had never d- dived into their uh, content because you have to pay for it. But I, I highly recommend that uh, everybody go over to Gaia.com and do their – they have a 99-cent one-month trial. And you can pay through PayPal, so it's super easy. And you can, uh, you know, just binge for a month. And I've been doing that for the past week. And <laughs> let me tell you, I now understand – Okay, for for one thing, that NASA is at the heart of all these conspiracies, that NASA is the evil empire. You know what I'm saying? So I'm getting to the bottom of this. We're going to have a lot of juicy, juicy extraterrestrial content coming up in this podcast, you know what I'm saying, on this program. We're going to we'll, we'll take a little break from it today just in case anybody has uh paranormal fatigue. But let me tell you, watch out for NASA. If you know anybody that works at NASA, watch out cuz they might be a fucking shape-shifting reptile alien that's coming for your butthole. Okay, they're going to be probing. I'm talking about deep very deep probing. I'm talking about implants. I'm talking about rectal implants in your butthole. Okay. So, um, but, but if you want to get caught up, if you want to follow along, so to speak, uh, do a little, do a little 99 cent free, uh, uh, not, I guess not free. That's basically free though. 99 fucking cents. What can you even get for 99 cents these days? Um, not fucking much. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so I'm I'm sipping on this coffee right now, and I gotta take a. Let me tell you, I'm about to take about to make it rain. I'm about to take a torrential downpour piss. So uh, luckily, I'm only chatting with myself right now. So I'm gonna pause it. I'm gonna pause it. I'm gonna come right back. <coughs> oh shit! <coughs> oh god, I might die if I make it through this piss. I'll be right back. Oh, and let me tell you a little something. That was a juicy old piss that I just left in the sawdust toilet. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes I like to go pee outside. Sometimes I like to go pee inside. You know, I do love making some uh, yellow snow, though. I'll tell you that. I like making some yellow snow cones and passing them out. Um, Let's see. What else? So what what am I doing these days? What am I up to? Um, what else? Let's see. So we got the, oh, oh, one, uh, let's see. One thing that I am talking about out of my face right now is, uh, I was looking back over my goals. Cause you know, you gotta, you're not going to get anything done if you don't make plans and you don't set goals. So I was looking back over my, my goals for this past year and, um, and my main goals were to get the workshop rolling, check, um, to get the podcast going, uh, double check, um, and then uh, to get the Beehive Boy comic rolling, soft check. Um, but luckily, I'm ripping it right now. Um, so I'm about uh, I did like a I did like five or six pages right off the bat in the beginning of the year, 
and then just got really busy and didn't get to come back to it. And, uh, but I'm back in full effect right now. I'm my, my goal for, uh, December is to finish the first chapter. Um, my vision of this project, um, at this stage is to basically treat it kind of like a show in the sense that I'm basically, I have a, I have, I've, I've, the B, for those who don't know, the Beehive Boy is uh, a character that I have who's appeared in illustrations um, for many years. And uh, I have had stories of the Beehive Boy and his world or, you know, its world. It's, it's called the Beehive Boy, but is it a boy? Mm. I guess we'll have to find out, you know what I'm saying? I guess you're going to have to take a look down those little red shorts to really find out. Um, but we're going to, let me tell you something, we're going to find out all about it. But uh, there's a whole cast of characters and a whole world. And basically, to me, at this point, I'm seeing it as a as a real open world scenario um, where it's not so much a story from beginning to end but a series of tales that I'm going to tell about these worlds and these characters. And uh, it is very much about shifting realities and um, alternate realities and different dimensions and all that. So it's going to be very fun. It's going to be very wide open. Um, there's going to be, uh, there's going to be a lot of possibilities of what's going to happen with all this stuff. So, so I'm very, 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 very excited um, and it feels so good to be drawing these pages. Um, it's almost like an out-of-body experience when I'm working on the Beehive Boy comic because I've had it in me for so long and to be getting it out, um, you know, it, it's like you can always put off projects and there's always reasons why you can try to wait to make everything perfect. And I've definitely done that in the past. I've, you know, been sitting down to work on it and I'm just, ah, this isn't quite where I want it yet and blah, blah, blah. So if you have a project you've been sitting on, Get it out. You know what I'm saying? Shit or get off the pot. You got to take a fucking huge dump. I want some, I'm, I want to take a fucking diarrhea dump of Beehive Boy stuff this month and, um, and get it out and get it rolling. Cause next year, my goal is to do between 50 and 100 pages, um, of Beehive Boy comic, depending on, you know, exactly what, what the year is looking like as a freelancer. Um, stuff is always moving. It's very fluid. Um, that's the thing that I love about it. And I've got a lot of really fun, uh, projects in the works. Um, I'm talking to Skillshare about doing, um, some stuff with them, uh, which is really exciting. Um, people don't, I actually don't know a lot about Skillshare, but, uh, my, my buddy, Jesse Ledoux, shout out to Jesse Ledoux. Um, I worked on his pilot at Disney, um, that never ended up seeing the light of day, but it was, uh, I did uh, concept backgrounds for the world of his pilot and we got connected that way. He's a super cool dude. He was the, um, art director for, um, what record label? Uh, God damn it. You guys know it. Um, uh, I did stuff for them. Uh, 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 fuck. I can't remember. Look up his work. He's amazing. Um, he was the art director for a great, uh, for a great record label, Sub Pop Records. There we go. You got to trick your stoned brain into 
remembering shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm not even stoned right now, but I have so much. My body is actually 50% THC. So uh, it creates some issues with remembering random connections, making random connections to memories. But my boy, uh, Jesse Ledoux, connected me with Skillshare. He has a lot of fun working with them. He said, I got to do it. So I was like, I eat. And, um, and he's connected me with them. So uh, I had a great conversation with uh, one of the fine ladies there. And uh, we're cooking up some stuff for the coming year. Um, I uh, Rumor has it that I'm allegedly doing... Uh, Two Mex's new album cover, which I'm fucking thrilled to do. I cannot wait. I cannot think of a better follow-up album cover to the AWOL cover um, than Two Mex. If you don't know about Two Mex, Two Mex, Two Mex, Two Mex, Two Mex, then check it out. Two Mex is the fucking man. Um, one of my favorite rappers. So uh, you know, Jesus man, it really doesn't get any better than just being able to work with the fucking artist that you love the most it's it's so fucking dope i can't even believe it uh pinch my scrotum am i dreaming right now okay am i wet dreaming right now pinch my scrotum we'll find out um so i'm super pumped about that um we're uh we're we're waiting to pop that off that's gonna start pretty soon um and uh, I'm doing some, sounds like I'm allegedly, rumor has it, I'm allegedly doing uh, a line of ghost shrimp tr rolling trays for raw rolling papers. You know what I'm saying? So I, again, could not be more thrilled about that. Um, that's like the fucking dream project of a lifetime. Another Hall of Fame uh, project. Hopefully I won't jinx it. But uh, we're pretty far in down the road of, of working out all the details to that. Um, so, uh, yeah, these these projects will probably be, uh, those, those ones probably be popping off sometime in January. I'm trying to kind of push everything off till till January so that I can really get the first chapter of this Beehive Boy comic done because I really, truly want to make this, uh, you know, I want to really start working on the Beehive Boy comic on the regs. Um so you need to really force it into existence. You can't wait for the perfect opportunity to come along to do what you want to do. So even me, even when I'm talking about having a freelance career with dream job after dream job, you know, to generate my own projects, um, I still have to really, because it's like, you know, I'm not established in comics, so I can't just go, hey, guys, I want to do a comic. Who wants, what, what publisher wants to come along and give me, you know, tons of money so that I can just sit here in the woods and work on it? So I have to fucking, uh, I have to really push uh, this project out into the world. Um, I may be calling upon my fans to help me do that. We'll see what the financial model of that will be. Um, it might work itself out or I might be doing some crowdfunding stuff. Um, so, uh, but I'm starting to get acquainted with Patreon through working, uh, through the, through this podcast Patreon. So that's kind of fun. So I'm starting to dip my, I'm trying to, I'm starting to dip my toes into the, uh, into the crowdfunding pool. I'm just starting to dip my scrote 
You know what I'm saying? It's sucking back up because that water's chilly. But, ooh, wait, the water might be getting warm in there because it's starting to warm up. You know what I'm saying? I'm starting to warm up to those crowdfunding waters. And my scrotum is starting to get a little loose now. And those boys are floating. Um, so one time I was in a hot tub with my older brother and a bunch of his friends. And I thought it would be super funny to piss in the hot tub. Because you're basically pissing on all those people. And, uh, you know, it has like chemicals in there. So it's like pretty harmless. But I, I, I peed. It was in Hawaii. There was, I was uh, like a teenager and uh, we were all in the hot tub and I I just started laughing hysterically. I was cracking up hysterically and no one knew why. So boom, there you go. Now you know. So if you're ever in a hot tub with me and I start laughing hysterically, uh, look out. You know what I'm saying? Jump on out of there. Or maybe don't. Maybe just be like, mm, this hot tub just got one degree warmer and I like it. Um, what were we talking about? How did we start talking about that? You don't know unless you rewind it. <laughs> so the Beehive Boy comic is popping off. I can't be more excited about that. Um, let's see what other were there other projects? Oh yeah, the Homie Dose one. Um, for anybody that doesn't know, again, one of my most favorite rappers that I get to work with and that actually now I'm really good friends with, uh, Adam Kid Drucker. Shout outs, aka Dose One of Anticon and Far Beyond. Um, he is now working for this crazy art collective group called Meow Wolf. Um, and it's out in New Mexico. I'm almost positive. We were just vid chatting the other day about uh, working on a new project. Uh, we made, we've, we've pitched some projects, uh, animated projects in the past, and he helped me in a big way on Mars Safari. Um, he did the narration on Mars Safari. He did all the um, all the soundtrack to Mars Safari, and that was the that was a that was a pilot that I did with Cartoon Network uh, right after like right after I left Adventure Time, uh, and I was moving. Um, you can track that down online somewhere. Um, it's pretty funny, and uh, we got to work on that together, which was really fun. But but uh, left a little bit to be desired. It didn't turn out quite how either one of us fully wanted it to. So we've always wanted another crack at it, and now he's basically. Um, producing animated content for this Meow Wolf uh, deal. Um, it's 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 this really interesting company, and uh, and and it's going to be uh, blood and swearing and all that stuff. Adult content, cartoons. They're going to be producing a bunch of co- uh, cartoon content, and uh, he really wants me to uh, pitch something for me and him to work on in this coming year. So. Again, uh, just stacked up with really fun projects uh, looking forward into 2018. And, of course, we got round three of the workshop popping off in January. So um, so those are that's kind of the what it looks like right here, sta- sitting in mid-December, thinking about what the next year is going to be. But I'm very excited, very, very pleased that over this past year, I got two of the three things that I really wanted to get launched, launched. 
we got the podcast in full effect um, and we got the workshop in full effect and both things are just really inspiring and and such a fun way to uh, grow my career. So thank you to everybody. I just want to truly, truly, truly thank everybody who has, you know, um, spread the word about the podcast or the workshop and participated in the workshop and the people that are listening to the podcast, subscribing to the podcast. Um, you know, it's just so much fun when you find these things that, you know, you're naturally inclined to do. You have an idea, you put it out there and you really don't know if it's going to get traction in the world. And then it really starts to become something. And, uh, you know, especially these things that are involving other people. Um, the workshop, um, is, is just becoming so fucking powerful. And now this podcast is, uh, people are really digging it. People write to me and just say how much it means to them. Um, that, that, that we're getting the podcast on every week and really trying to inspire people people and share uh, our, you know, pull people behind the creative curtain into my life, into the lives of my friends. Um, and uh, it's super, super fun. So thank you for everybody. Truly, truly thank you for helping me um, get these projects into existence because, you know, without y'all, then I'd just be sitting here and talking to myself, you know, and that would be uh, what I normally do, but it's more fun when uh, it becomes this thing, when it takes on a life of its own. Um, and of course we have Ghost Scout, whoa, of course we have Ghost Scout training camp year seven um, coming up. We talked a little bit about that last week. We're going to talk a lot more about that starting next month. Um, cause applications will be, uh, will be accepting applications starting in January. So I don't know what it is. It's like when I start to talk on the podcast, sometimes I just get burps. Like maybe I'm like swallowing air or something. Maybe my butthole is sucking in air from the back. Maybe there's a fucking alien colony living in my butthole, butthole earth. Oh fuck. Wait, I'm not supposed to talk about that on this pod. All right, let's see. Oh, also real quick, um, I've been reading. I just picked up, uh, obviously most people know about the movie Akira. Um, but uh, I was at the comic store in Burlington, Vermont um, two weeks ago, and I picked up the first two volumes of Akira, which somehow are only $25 because they're like fucking fat as phone books. Um, they're definitely cup two, 300 pages each, and they're only $25 each. And, uh, I picked up the first two volumes, um, thinking, you know, uh, just, you know, I've been meaning to pick it up. I never read it. And I thought, you know, this will be fun. And, you know, I was, uh, you know, I've seen the movie a bunch of times, obviously one of the greatest animated movies ever made and super influential in all the 80s sci-fi stuff and, and all that. And, uh, but man, I cannot tell you how fucking good the comic is. It is so much deeper, so much more to it, so much character stuff, so much fun character stuff. The, the characters are fucking amazing. Um, and truly speaks directly to me and then directly to, uh, you know, kind of where I want the characters to, uh, some of the characters to come from in the Beehive Well comic, that it's one of those truly synchronicity, synchronized things and serendipitous things that I walked in and found those two volumes on the shelf. Um, 
perfect timing. I've been trying to read more comics uh, lately because I'm getting back into comics. You know what I'm saying? If you're trying to do something, always do research, always study, always get super inspired. So I knew it would be perfect to kind of get some some of the greatest comics of all time in my mind as I'm as I'm doing as I'm getting into doing my comic uh, here, getting my comics uh, back on track. Um, or, or back up and running, you know, I, I thought earlier in my career that I'd be doing a lot of comics, but then I just got, you know, the, the illustration stuff started to pop off and, uh, I just kind of gravitated towards that because that was happening organically. But now I'm, you know, having a, having a great time directing it back to comics and bringing that back into the mix. But you obviously got to immerse yourself in the art form. Um, and, and, you know, to me going to the classics, uh, you know, I, I also did pick up head lopper. Um, you know, I try to kind of avoid more modern stuff just because I don't want to be kind of like influenced too much by, but too much modern stuff going on. I always like my shit to be super original, um, and have a unique voice to it to differentiate myself in the marketplace. And just, you know, it's always been one of my main things is try to be original as possible. It's one of my, one of my main goals as an artist, um, to, to generate original content, you know what I'm saying, uh, to come with ideas that other people aren't kicking out there. And, uh, and I think you can do that in a lot of ways, but, uh, I think that it's harder to do that if you're like super tapped into what's happening right now. I think that tends to influence you, but I did pick up Headlopper volume one and shout out to Andrew McLean. We've talked a little bit. He's a new England native as well. He's a Massachusetts boy, just like myself and, um, big shout out to him because uh, Headlopper is a dope comic. It's really cool, actually, to see from the beginning of that comic to the end, uh, that first trade paperback, um, his chops just get so much better, which is really fun. You know, the first one, the first issue is really raw, and then it's so slick. Even right in the second issue, you see a huge jump in style and, and, and execution. Um, and then, uh, and then by the end, it's just, man, he really is, uh, he's really killing it. So it's really fun to see. Obviously, paying homage to Mike Mignola very heavily um, in his stuff, and and uh, being a Mike Mignola fan myself, uh, you know, it was very cool to see him kind of adapting it and taking it in uh, in his own direction. Um, and uh, hey, man, get yourself up to camp. You know, what I'm saying Andrew McLean. Get yourself up to Go Scout training camp. We've talked a little bit about um, getting him up here. He wants to come up. So, hey, maybe uh, maybe he's a guest in year seven. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'll get at him again. I'll get at you, my, 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 my man, and we'll try to make it happen. Um, let's see. Oh, damn, we're almost through an hour already. Let's get to these questiones. Uh, I got a couple, got a couple listener Q&As on the back end here. One is a question. One is more of a comment. This is a comment from James. This came in. These are, sorry, I've been a little bit. We haven't had one of these pods in a while. So these are kind of old. This is from November 28th. Um, James uh, hit me up on the website. The subject is play all your inspirational songs in the next podcast. And the message is, hey, what's up? I was the brown dude that gives you props in the hallway at Pratt after your talk. 
Anyway, I was like, it would be dope if ghosts would open up the podcast with a lot of energy and inspirational words of wisdom in the first couple minutes, then blend into some songs that get him hype. Every two to three songs, he can jump in and say some more stuff and then fade out on some epic three-hour shit. Like, don't even tell people that you're going to have songs on it. Just drop that shit on them. This would be cool to listen to. I'm working. Your words, experience, and enthusiasm really inspired me to get my shit together. Oh, that's awesome. Thanks, you, James. I do remember vividly. I think I mentioned you on the podcast uh, after I went to Pratt. It was very cool. He stopped me in the hallway. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm definitely not used to being recognized and stopped. And he was like, yo, you go shrimp. And I was like, yeah. And he was like, yo, I just want to say, I fucking love the podcast. And he was just like, I just came down here to so hoping to meet you. I'm glad I met you. And it was fucking super cool, super cool vibes. Um, and uh, I fucking love this idea. Um, I think I would get into some copyright issues, especially now that we're, uh, we're, we're, we're monetizing the podcast on Patreon. Uh, I think very quickly I would run into some copyright infringement issues uh, by playing songs on the podcast, um, other than uh, songs that I make up myself uh, or friends or whatever. Um, but uh, I definitely would love... I, I fully uh, endorse uh, James or anybody else that wants to remix the podcast, that wants to uh, create a three-hour-long version of me fucking saying some shit and then going into some fucking having some dope songs in there. Um, I fully endorse it. Um, that would be fucking super rad. I can see how that would be a really fun thing to listen to. So uh, James or if anybody else wants to do that, I give you full permission to make like the fucking gosher mix down mixtape of uh of of some inspiring quotes of some raw shit that we're kicking out there and then mixing in uh some dope tunes and people could get jacked on that working on working on shit people could jack off to that people could get jacked on jacked off um that would be pretty fucking cool. Um, that does make me remember that uh, AWOL 1, uh, for those who don't know, AWOL is one of my favorite rappers. Oop, one of my favorite rappers from the Shape Shift, a crew, um, and fan of the podcast. Shout out AWOL 1. Uh, uh, most of you all probably know because I did the, the cover for his new album. That was the last piece that I did. Um, and... Uh, and um, he hit me up and said that he would be he wants to do a theme song for the podcast. Um, so that's pretty cool. Uh, so we'll probably be working uh, that in. So I might have a little might uh, do the intro. You know, we uh, I know people love the intro to the pod. So I'll probably do a little intro still um, the way we have it. And then maybe go into a little intro theme song after that. And then jump into the content of the pod. And then maybe have a little outro um instrumental or whatever that i could uh you know kind of do a little my little outro spiel on i think that'd be pretty fucking slick maybe a little even a little interlude in the middle i don't want to get too editing heavy with the podcast um just because uh it takes up more time, but who knows? I mean, maybe once, uh, maybe once we get more Patreon, more patrons too, um, that could be a fun thing where we're working in more music, um, and more, um, more little interludes and, and things like that. Um, 
So, uh, so yeah, there there is some uh, there is some music news on the podcast, and also um, I know we have the Go Shrimp theme song. I did stick that on in the end of one podcast, kind of experimentally as a little outro, um, so we could uh, we could cut up the Go Shrimp theme song that uh, that Tyler Price, aka Neckbeard, aka Old Growth Sojourner. Um, shout out to you. Uh, you know, he made the original Gold Shrimp theme song for my birthday, um, back in like 2005 or some shit like that. And I know he listens to all the pods because on the SoundCloud, uh, on the SoundCloud page now, every time I go look, there's like 25 comments and they're all from my man, Tyler Price, uh, one of my oldest, bestest friends. So shout out to you. Um, so maybe we'll we'll maybe we'll kind of have some different songs that we weave in and out of the podcast. Um, I know uh, we could probably get my man Factor interested in uh, in uh, throwing up some. Um, we work together a lot, so we could work out a little uh, little trade maybe where we're where he's uh, tossing some tosses some beats or 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 his version of a go through go shrimp theme song into the podcast so uh definitely very excited like i said to see where the podcast develops you know what i'm saying uh, all about letting it have a life of its own and uh creating its own reality um so the sky is the limit. The flat earth is the limit. The hollow earth is the limit of where this podcast is going to go. You know now, man? Um, and then we have another, let's see, we have another one, and then we'll wrap it up after this. I'm trying to keep these podcasts to about an hour. I noticed that when I let these podcasts go a lot longer than an hour, that I start to get a little bit tired of my hearing myself talk. And I also tend to get off on some repetitive rants. I, I apologize in advance uh, for everybody who is already uh, picking up on the things that I'm repetitive in talking about, the points that I repetitively make. I I It's funny because I know that I do it. Um, I know exactly where it comes from, the way my dad does it. I've even repeated that on the pod several times. So shout out to me. Shout out to my dad for being fucking super repetitive. I'm going to try to bring fresh takes on when I, when I feel an, a, a topic coming up. I'm going to try to keep it fresh, try to keep fresh takes on it. But bear with me. I mean, I know that as an avid listener to many podcasts, including the Joe Rogan podcast, um, you start to hear sort of the same rants and points over and over again every so often but uh, i'm gonna try to keep it the last one with mama get and i caught a couple times where i was like oh my god like i was even like on a rant and then i started to get lost in the rant and i started to confuse the point that i was trying to make in the rant i was like combining um rants that i had had so <laughs> repetitive rants so my apologies i do listen back to the pot every time Usually uh, before I post it or after I post it, I'll listen to it because um, I actually really enjoy, uh, you know, hearing what what we were talking about. I'll forget completely the conversations that we had on the podcast, and it's always cracking me up to listen back. And also just for quality control um, and and to try to avoid that. So I am so so uh, so I will be aware of the content of the pod. So I'm gonna try to try to avoid that. You know what I'm saying? But uh, bear with me. I am human. I am just someone's dad. I am just someone's son. Uh, I feel like also when you're a dad, you tend to do a lot of dad things. So, you know, um, I'm just I'm just a dad. I'm just a dad on a pod, guys. So, uh, yeah. Okay, so this is a very cool question. 
Um, and I'll probably now end up ranting for 45 minutes on this because it's kind of an in-depth one, but I'll try to keep it short. So uh, Jeremy Forson uh, wrote this to me a month ago. Uh, we'll just call him Jeremy Forskin. Uh, shout out. Um, he says, he hit me up on the Go Shrimp page. He said, uh, Go Shrimp Facebook page. He said, hey, Go Shrimp, my wife and I have been loving the podcast as your lifestyle has basically been our goal for a couple of years. Freaky close, actually. Bum, bum, bum. Uh, I'm getting a little freaked out just reading this, actually. Uh, <laughs> couple questions have been burning. Uh, can you talk more about building your house and homesteading? Uh, how did you decide on a cabin over many other types of houses you can build yourself? Uh, how do you feel about all remote work? Do you feel isolated or lonely? Uh, what does your wife slash or parentheses, non-wife lady partner do. Um, my wife is very curious about that and homesteading slash child raising. Uh, last thing is when you have a Ghost Scout on, can you introduce them a little and maybe clue the audience in when there's like an inside joke? Anyway, killer job on the AWOL cover. Best, Jeremy. Cool. Thank you very much, Jeremy, for some for, for some foreskin um, for this great question. Um, let's see. Let's take it from the tippity top. Um, skr, skr. Uh, we're just going to throw on the brakes there because uh, I did exactly what I said I'm trying not to do. I try to tack this question onto the end of this podcast, and I ended up taking way too long to answer it, even though I was trying to answer it as fast as I could to sneak it on the end. But um, I think we will save this one. We left it in as a little teaser, but we're going to save this one because uh, I feel like we can, there's a lot here. It's very juicy. It's dripping with lots of uh, good content that I can, that I can give you guys. I got a lot to say about this stuff. Um, about the whole kind of dream of homesteading and, uh, you know, how, how it's been here as a family and stuff like that. So, um, we're gonna, we're gonna save it. Um, so if anybody else has any questions that pertain, if that question makes you think of some questions for me, why don't you send them my way? And, uh, the next podcast you hear will be answering your questions. You know what I'm saying? I meant this to be a Q and a pod, uh, but I spent a little bit too long catching up with you, but we'll do a Q&A pod next time because it's been a minute. And then we'll continue on getting more fabulous guests. You know what I'm saying? I know I said that Matt Hollister was coming on, but uh, he is also a dad. He's also a family man in addition to being a fantastic illustrator. And uh, he got pulled away. He couldn't make our our podcast date, but uh, rest assured that he will be on here along with all my other dope, dope, dope creative friends, because that's what this podcast is all about. Go Shrimp and his dope creative friends, the podcast dot your life. Okay, so um, big shout out to everybody who is uh, who is donating on the Patreon, you know, what I'm saying I'm so flattered that two of the Ghost Scouts, two of my friends, you know what I'm saying? James Lloyd and Michelle Dugan. Michelle Dugan guest on the last podcast. Now she's a Patreon subscriber. How cool is that? Shout out to you guys. Always so cool to have friends supporting your projects. You know what I'm saying? I just donated to 
the homie Ron Wimberly's Kickstarter. So that's what it's all about, guys, showing up for each other and rooting for each other and making shit happen for yourself and your friends. And the fun never ends. Have you ever wanted to live forever? So that's the end of another podcast. I hope everybody enjoyed it. I hope it was inspirational and entertaining and informative. And if you want to have an extra challenge this week, count how many times the word butthole came up in this. That's a, that's the new drinking game. Every time I say butthole, you got to take a shot from someone's butthole. Okay. That's called a butthole shot. Um, you might get sick though. So, uh, you know, do it at your own risk. Um, so keep those goals, keep setting those goals. You know what I'm saying? I hope everybody's using this podcast as an inspirational tool to set weekly goals. Put a little something in your future this week to shoot for so you can get that much closer to that best version of your life right now. And that is going to get you one step closer to the ultimate dream vision of your future life, 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 because it is truly your life and only you are living it. So you should live it. Up. You should fill it with the things that interest you the most, with the people that inspire you the most, with the stuff that entertains you the most. And um, if I'm a part of that for you, I'm very happy. That's the goal. This is very inspirational to me. Um, I love doing it, and I hope other people appreciate it and get something from it. And that's it. So uh, until next week, make sure that even though the world appears to be crumbling in front of us uh it's going to keep going and the people that are on a mission to create a super dope future um are going to keep working on it i'm one of them i hope you will all join me in working towards the dopest future we can manifest for ourselves and all the people around us and the whole world you know what i'm saying uh it can happen it can definitely happen bad ideas can spread good ideas can spread um i think at the end of the day I think at the end of the year, as we are right now, I think everybody wants to have a good life for themselves. You know what I'm saying? So I think that I think that people really are motivated by the same things, even though sometimes it can seem like you have adversaries that truly we all have the same goals in the big picture of life. So let's try to connect on that level rather than the superficial differences that we have. Let's go for those deep, hollow earth connections that we all have in our DNA because we are all put here by reptile aliens, shapeshifters, shapeshifting overlords. We're mining gold for the Anunnaki guys, so let's have a good time doing it. You know what I'm saying? Living that gold Anunnaki lifestyle. Uh, and we're all going to reunite in the Hollow Earth VIP uh, in the future. So I'm already there in my mind. I'm already there in my motherfucking mind, y'all. So until next week, stay fresh, stay positive, stay productive, stay inspirational, and fucking do some dope-ass shit. Peace. <laughs>